Sandoval. Good morning, Jordan. How are we this morning? Doing all right, Sandoval. Doing all right. 7.15 sharp on a Thursday. We're back here again. Seems like deja vu to me. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's almost like we do this show frequently or something, Ty. I feel that's like it is. But today we got something special. We're going to keep it yeah. short and sweet for you before uh, we bring in our cousin, uh, Dr. Frank Orlando today, who's got numerous claims to fame. Um, yeah, I once watched him make a diving play in center field on the baseball field, but that was a long time ago. He's about 11 years old. Um, I believe that was for the A&W root beer team. The A&W root beer team, yep. I believe. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll just jump right into things here. I'll get Frank in. And, uh, yeah. We'll go. In, Ty, we're uh, we're going to look a little bit about the uh, over the NHL, um, the NBA, and then a couple uh, – Couple different things we'll we'll cover and then we'll wrap it up with uh, some some fun facts, if you will, about about Frank. Um, so we'll welcome Frank in here shortly. Um, yes. Outside, uh, what were you saying? We'll be just outside of Tampa, Florida now, working down there. Um, I've just uh, invited him onto the call, so we should have him here in a minute. Um, we could jump right into things, Jordan. Um, obviously the hockey playoffs still going on there. Uh, you see the games last night, uh, Tampa Bay wipes up the Bruins and then obviously the Sharks did the same to the Knights. Um, there we go. I think we have Frank now. Okay. I am back. All righty. Frank, you are here. Yes. We couldn't be more happy. Frank, welcome. Uh, thanks guys for having me. Uh, it's exciting to, uh, you know, get a chance to, uh, talk about what's going on in the sports world. Well, Frank, you joined at the right time. We're in the middle of the, uh, NHL playoffs here. Um, just talking right now about a quick little, uh, the games last night, obviously two uh, wipe ups, obviously the lightning wiped up, uh, your hometown team. Now, I guess you could say the Tampa Bay lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, dominating the Bruins and then out west, the, the Knights getting pounded by by the Sharks to even the series two two out there. Um, just looking at those two teams, anything that stand out to you? Well, it was a big win for the Ning, as I call them. It makes kind of the the other uh, the Lightning fans a little annoyed when I call them that because the they Ning. they prefer the Bolts, but I go with the Ning. Uh, big win for them. Uh, they. Uh, Look, they have all the talent uh, in the world. They might be the most talented team in the entire NHL. The, the question always is, are they going to finally uh, finish? Uh, they've got the players. They've, uh, you know, they've got what it takes. It's just a question of them. Will they finishing. figure it out? Will they put the pieces together? Um I, uh, on the other hand, in the other Eastern Conference semi, uh, I'm excited for this game tonight to see if the Caps can take that 3-1 advantage. Um, Me too, and I'm hoping for it. No one likes yeah. the Penguins. No, I, I, you know, obviously as a Red Wings fan, I'm, I'm not a Penguins fan. Uh, the Wings would have at least one more cup if not for the Penguins. This is definitely true. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, – seeing if Ovechkin and the Caps can get that third win, really put the pressure on the Penguins because, you know, they have this reputation as, as, as uh, chokers, as losers. But, and right hey, so. 
And, and rightly so. But I think in sports, it's a great chance at a redemption narrative. And wouldn't it be great to see Ovechkin and the Caps knock out? Said the kid. They're, said the kid. You know, said the kid. Uh, send him home crying. So I'd love to see that. Uh, out West, I am uh, uh, I'm kind of cheering for the Golden Knights. I think a lot of people are cheering for the Golden Knights. That's right. And uh, I would love to see them uh, somehow be able to, to seek at the Sharks, although the Sharks, um, <laughs> they smacked them around pretty good last night. So I guess I'm hoping for a Sharks, Jets, um, Caps, and, and probably Lightning um, Final Four. Well, it's a, I mean, the Caps-Penguins series um, is definitely an exciting one. And, and, you know, probably the two most prominent players in the NHL in Ovechkin and Sidney, Sidney Crosby. Um, that's a must-win game uh, tonight for, for Pittsburgh. And there's, to me, there's no way they lose that game. I think they have too much experience in the locker room and too much playoff experience overall to be, to be cognizant of the fact that if they go down 3-1 in a series, it's probably done. And so I, I don't think there's any way that they lose that game tonight. Um, you know, the Penguins are they're just they're just too good of a team and really Washington to me kinda has to play out of their mind to have a shot um against them. And that and they did last game. Um so, I mean, you say that you say they played out of your, out of their mind. I mean they've dominated in every game in this series. They lost a three oh I mean they game. Um and they dominated again in game three. So it's not – they've literally single-handedly dominated the whole series. Yeah. So you don't know what could happen tonight. I mean, yeah. The, they should be up 3 nothing, And and uh, exactly. if they manage to win tonight, I just can't wait to see what the new excuse the Pittsburgh fans will use. Uh, in game two, the puck was over exactly. the line. In game three, oh, they tripped the guy at the blue line that let yeah. the, the odd man run. I mean, you know – so next? Uh, I just can't wait to see what the Pittsburgh fans come up with next, because quite frankly, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it as a, a fan of a team, the Red Wings who aren't in the playoffs. It's a lot of fun to see the lengths they're going to, to, to justify why they're losing to the caps. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting tonight. And, and Jordan, I don't think that the caps need to do anything special more than what they've done for the first three games. 7 p.m. tonight on NBC Sports Network, followed by uh, Nashville at Winnipeg at 9.30. Um, yeah, that's an, that's going to be an interesting series as well. That's kind of a must-win for Nashville, uh, wouldn't you think? Well, I mean, I, I don't necessarily – They uh, they do need to win that game, but look, the Jets are – not a team experience needs the Preds. The series is, is going back to Nashville after this. I, I think they can they can make that comeback. Um, but uh, it'd be nice if they got it. It'd be nice if they got home ice advantage back. Yeah, I mean, the, the Preds haven't necessarily played great really throughout this whole postseason yet, and they really haven't taken advantage of home ice. So um, that's kind of why I'm thinking, like, man, if they don't get this one in Winnipeg, um, they're going to be – they're going to be uh, in tough going back home. So. I mean, 
home or, home or away. The Jets. Yeah. We know the Jets can score well, the. the this is another series where the Jets. The Jets could be up three nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and rightfully should be. It's uh, that's that's crazy hockey playoffs this year, and it's gonna probably get crazier. And you're gonna see teams like the Jets. They could easily well be in the, the, the Western Conference. Yeah, it would be, uh, be quite a Western Conference Finals to have the Jets and the, the Knights. <laughs> the Knights. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah, I mean, whatever yeah. makes I it fun. So. TV ratings would be for hockey. I mean, Vegas Vegas got it. I think, like Frank said, a lot of people are rooting for, for the Golden Knights if they're not a hockey fan. So, yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, the Jets, uh, let's not forget how long it's been since a Canadian team has uh, won the Stanley Cup. So um, having the Jets uh, move on, you know, that, that, could, that could get an entire country uh, excited. So I can just imagine a, I can just imagine a finals with uh, Winnipeg against the Capitals and you'd have Donald Trump and Justin Trudeau in the uh, oh, you know, it would be, um, it would be oh, Lord. a national event. <laughs> Maybe we can invite, oh, we can invite Kim. Well, we can get everyone. That's the second Trudeau dropping we've had on Two Bros and a Cup of Joe. And I believe that's only the first Trump dropping we've had. So Trudeau. Okay, no, that so is that second. We had a Trump too. dropping yesterday. Actually. Um, just to just to <laughs> note it, a Canadian team has not won a Stanley Cup since '93 when the Canadians raised their 24th banner. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a long time there for the Canadians. Um, switching things up to NBA tie. Last night, the Jazz take down the Rockets. Um, Donovan Mitchell is a. He looks. He honestly looks like he's been in the year for five, six years. He looks like a proven winner, sort of like he looked like in Louisville. And the dunk he threw down, the putback dunk he threw down yesterday, actually made me jump out of my seat. I actually jumped. Yeah, that was a really good game. Um, Houston really didn't play well at all in the first half. They had a nice third quarter. Didn't didn't really play at all in the first half, but uh, the Jazz held on and, and. you know, made a nice run in the fourth quarter to, to seal that game off. But they made some shots down um, down down the in to the end of the fourth quarter, like, you know, that four, five, six-minute range. They made some shots to, to kind of put the Rockets out of reach again and then just kind of held on. Um, and that's that's without, yeah. without, yeah. without their star in Ricky Rubio. Our boy so. Joe Engel stepped I mean, up. That's sarcasm. <laughs> he did. Joe Ingles, the, the the receding hairline, um, he came up in the clutch, hit three shots at the end of the game. There, I'm telling you, the, the left-handed, the left-handed Frank, what do you think about that series and about the uh, Can I, overall? Yeah, let, let me ask you this question, because we know that the the Warriors are going to beat the Pelicans relatively quickly at this point. Yeah. Um, who do you think they would rather play in the Western Conference Finals? <laughs> yeah, okay you know it, it's kind of a you, you think well okay obviously they don't want to play uh the rockets but they had a terrible record against the jazz in the regular season so beyond that they, they were yeah. definitely under 500 they might I, I, I think they were they're, they're just terrible against the jazz in the regular season and it's 
Can we have our have stat guy look Tony that up? Tony Reale, look fast. that up. Um, terrible in the regular season against uh, against the Jazz, and they people said they they actually tried to lose that last game so they could avoid the Jazz until uh, until you know the Western Conference Finals or never have to play them. So I think, honestly, they'd rather play the Rockets. And here's another thing about the Rockets. Wow, great regular season. Kudos to them. Mike D'Antoni, fellow Italian-American, great. Okay. But, But their issue is, what has anyone on that team really ever won? Okay. Scoring titles. They've 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 won games. They they've won series. But I was actually just talking about this with another buddy of mine. I mean, you compare the two teams, like you just said. What have those teams actually won? Neither team has neither player on those teams have won anything significant besides an MVP award or, or individual awards, which I don't care about talking about this. The the Rockets, though, in my opinion, have so many more players that have been there, done that. When looking at the the Jazz, it's just. Joe Ingles, uh, Ricky Rubio, who's not playing, uh, Rudy Gobert, yeah, who averages more rebounds but, on a daily basis. Okay, but um, but Ty, look, the the Rockets have had more players that have been there, done that because they're older. But they've had guys who have been in the league for ten or fifteen years that haven't won a ring. The Jazz have a much younger roster. Donovan Mitchell, you don't like he's a rookie. You can't blame him for not winning anything, but. He, but he's a winner. Correct. If you, if you look at the Rockets, okay, I, I'm seeing James Harden. I'm seeing Chris Paul. That's that's great. Those guys, we know that they aren't winners. They've been in the league for a long time. They haven't really won anything. And you, correct? Yeah. Okay. That's Individual fine. But until they've actually won something, I'm not going to crown them. And and I still. People thought, oh, the Rockets, uh, they're, they're the favorites in the Western Conference playoffs. That's crazy talk. Until someone, you know, challenges Golden State, they, they don't have a shot. And I think, so, Frank, look, I, think what you're no, I, I agree is, with is you there. Expectations. Fully agree. You know, I heard Donovan Mitchell in an interview last night talk about how their team has been underdogs the entire season. So they're not playing with any sort of pressure or, or anything. You know, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder so to speak, and the Rockets are expected to win, and they have guys who don't know how to win these big games. And it... Well, you, you look at their team, they're obviously going to play with a chip on their shoulder, like what Frank was just talking about. These guys have never – they've never – they've never played yeah. in this position. I mean, they literally have not played. Guys on the other side of the ball have played in this position and continuously lose in this position. Yeah, the Rockets have been to the Western Conference Finals and lose. The, the, the yeah. Jazz have nothing to lose. They've never been there. This and is and who looked better in the first round series? I think the Jazz looked better against OKC no, than Houston looked against Minnesota. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we talked about that numerous times. The Jazz just looked – they looked dominant. And, I mean, right now, they, they dominated last night, absolutely dominated last night. And with, that's without Ricky Rubio. So they're throwing another guy in there that just has not played regular minutes this year. That is, is, is filling in for a Ricky Rubio who had a, had a, who had a good year. Yeah. And so I'm telling you, if I'm golden state, if I'm Steve Kerr, I'm thinking we'd rather play the Rockets. <laughs> even, even though you don't have, you wouldn't have home court advantage. 
you know, which is which is a big thing. I think they would still rather play the Rockets. I think the Jazz have a mental, um, they have a mental chip over over the Warriors, yeah. and I think uh, <laughs> I think Golden State would just rather take down the beast of Houston because I think those guys don't know how to win. Now, Frank, is, is there any chance? Is there any well, chance to, that Stockton say- and Malone come back for the finals if they're playing the Warriors? In in the stands, and only and let me just <laughs> let me let me also say this: if I'm Stockton and Malone, like as as the two greatest uh, Utah Jazz players in history, could you ever imagine those guys wearing Hornacek? Hornacek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeff Hornacek. All right. Well, put him in at number three. Maybe Joe. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine those guys ever wearing the uh, the the cream Yellow. orange arches Utah Splendor jerseys, City Life jerseys that 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 they wore last that they've been wearing this season? No, I can't imagine that. Well, but as soon as I hang up this call, I'm going to start a petition in Utah uh, asking for Carl Malone. Uh, Hornacek and Stockton to all or rock could just yes. try and Photoshop for, for the them game. and put that on the Facebook page. <laughs> I mean, Carl Malone is a simple man from the South. Yeah. He's not wearing that. He might have quit. He might have demanded a trade rather than wear those joke of a jerseys. Look, the, the heat, the heats, the heats alternates. Those were nice. What? Okay, those, those were nice. Like, those look like Miami Miami Grill subs uniforms. They, like they were, I know. I know. They were and I like that place. So that's good. <laughs> the good thing. Everyone else, what Toronto, the North, they aren't even. They aren't oh, even the know. farthest North team in the NBA. <laughs> okay, but well, I think both Minnesota and Portland. I literally looked it up the other day. Yeah. Are far north. You can't wear a jersey that's black and gold that says the North if you aren't the most northern team. Okay. About I mean you so, got the town out in uh the town out in Golden State and then you got the town. um ha- I feel like half of Cleveland's jerseys don't even say Cleveland or Cavs. It's just a no. just a logo. They don't. Um, so no. If you're not really an avid basketball fan, you're like I don't even know what team that is. Well, well, Cleveland doesn't really That's have true. a basketball right. team. They have a basketball player, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Oakland, uh, Golden State can do whatever they want with their jerseys because they almost always look good because they always win. Yeah. Um, the Pelicans, at this point, no one knows what their actual colors are. Sometimes I think that they have one color scheme, and then they wear all red. I, I don't know. I think every color is one of their primary colors. It's just it's out of control. Frank, just wear the jerseys. Frank, wear about, your jerseys. Talking it's about awesome. Golden State. I know you're biased. You had to see the Charles Barkley, Draymond Green episode last night. Uh, yes. What do you, I mean? Give me your take. Give me your take on Draymond and, and Chuck, the round mound. Look, I I always, for me, I was always a big Charles Barkley fan. He was an undersized guy, but he played hard. And as someone who was not a Bulls fan, um, I definitely did not like. The you know Michael Jordan the Bulls so I would cheer for Barkley and those guys to, to beat him if they met him in the finals and whatever but that having been said I think Charles is just jealous of Draymond 
this is this is I sad agree. to say, but um, I think he sees something in Draymond and says, "Hey, I was kind of an undersized power forward, like he's an undersized power forward." Barkley clearly, I mean, I don't think anyone would argue is a better offensive player. Draymond's a better defensive player, mm-hmm. but he looks at Draymond and says, "Man." I worked my butt off for 20 years in the NBA and I didn't have anything to show for it. This guy's already won two rings. He might win. He's maybe on his way for his third. Uh, You know, everyone embraces him. I was kind of like a guy that, that people ripped on and this isn't fair. And I think that's exactly the reason why he goes after Draymond because he feels like that could have been me. I, I want to be the one with the rings. It's not fair that he's got the rings. I mean, that was the first thing I saw when I thought of it. I'm like, I was like immediately like Charles Barkley was this player, and that's a really good point in perspective. Like he he's doing the same thing, and he is. I mean, I really do think he is jealous <laughs> to some degree. I was watching um, Get Up yesterday with Jalen Rose and, and Michelle Beadle, and um, who's a uh, they were one other, one other person on there, and they, and they strictly talked about how Charles Barkley was still in player mode, like he was still still part of the movie not necessarily watching the movie how he should be you know an analyst looking in as most of these guys are um he's still okay. still a character in the movie yeah but i would say look even though he's he's an analyst now i mean he's not really how much analysis does charles do when you watch he analyzes nothing he's a personality he's a personality He's a character on a show, and I don't expect him to have any – none of the people, really. I mean, Kenny will do a couple things where they'll they'll look at stuff, but none of them really break down any film. None of them do anything like that. So I understand, and I don't really expect him to do any analysis. But if if I'm – the thing is, who does this hurt? It doesn't hurt anyone. TNT likes it. It gets more ratings. Um, I think it's one of the Charles, best on TV. <laughs> Golden State likes it because, you know, they can stop worrying about, you know, Steph coming back or whatever, and they'll just focus on Draymond's uh, argument with with um, Charles Barkley instead of having to worry about the upcoming game. So, to me, even though, you know, it's like – it's kind of like wrestling pretty much. Uh, this is like a fake sideshow fight with a guy who's jealous and a guy who's more than willing to mix it up with someone. And we all benefit because we're all talking about it. It adds to the entertainment of the series. So in an actual wrestling match, uh, who would you take? Charles Barkley would be, he'd be a heavyweight. He'd well, be extreme heavyweight. I think Draymond's bigger. Um, Draymond, I think, I think is a couple inches taller. And I think Draymond's reach is a little bit longer. So I think he's got an advantage there. And, you know, Charles is like 25 okay. years older. So. <laughs> he's a little bit older and, and yes. 240 so, pounds more overweight. So, yeah, I'd probably go with – Yeah, I'm going to go with Draymond. And plus, so. we've all met Draymond. So, so we've got to support him. Yeah. yeah. Never no, Charles, he's – Charles has thrown a guy out of a window at a bar. So <laughs> – he he's leading Draymond in that, but Draymond's leading two to nothing in champion. So, well, 
Well, there's the, the, the random fact for the day. We now know that Charles Barkley threw yeah. a man out of a window. Um, it, <laughs> it was, was a, a second bar, story. I think. I think it was a bar. So, you know, Charles can, you know, do this act. I want to punch some guy in the face. Well, Charles, you did. You punched random people in the face. So, you know, I mean, (laughs) we we get it, man. He's at the end of the day, he's still got rings and you don't. Facts, Frank. A couple other facts for you guys. Ty got a text from our uh, NFL draft analyst, Mike Delucia. He made sure to make me note that last night, the Campbell Fighting Camels beat NC State, number nine ranked NC State, for the first time um, in the modern era, is his quote. The modern era. <laughs> in the modern I era. Wasn't sure, I wasn't sure. In Campbell's man, modern I era. Him, hey, man, I will say exactly what you said. Um, what, so, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, he didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, whatever I don't think Mike era knows. Is, uh, maybe, maybe modern to him is just since he was born. So we'll call it since 91. Um, that is his modern era. The Camels beat number nine NC State. Also, Albert Pujols got two knocks last night, a jack and a double. Um, he now needs two hits to, to reach 3,000. Um, and Mike Trout hit a ball, they said, uh, that, that broke the – the distance tracker. They said it was uh, 524 yeah, feet. Good, now, I don't know. We don't talk much about baseball on this show, um, but he's a pretty good baseball player. I don't even know who he's he is. decent, he I guess. Yeah. They're saying, yeah. They're saying he's, okay. he's just that guy. Um, yeah. I, I would like to see, I, I just like to say, I'd like to see the Angels do something um, in the playoffs because. I'd like to see, um, you know, think about the ratings of uh, the Angels and the Yankees in um, an ALCS. That'd be fun. I'd like to see Trout really play in a long series because until they're in that spotlight, uh, people are just going to miss him a lot of times out there on the West Coast. Yeah, 100%. I must say, I wake up every day like I'm an angel. I'm hoping. There's a... You know, first of all, I think Boston might be the best team oh, in the AL. Are we there? Hello? Hello. I think Boston might be the best team in the AL. Um, and obviously we can't forget about Houston, which might have the best pitching staff of all time. Like currently they have the best pitching staff of all time, um, all all teams in the AL. So, I, yeah. I, I think George, for, for me watching these games, it's like – watching like a Tigers alumni game because every, every, every team in the American league and half the teams in the NL have Tigers. So it's like, Hey, great. I get to see JD Martinez against uh, Justin Verlander in this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and then they're both yeah. going to do great. How about that? How, well, I couldn't. What'd you say? And then they both do great. How frustrating that, oh. that Justin Verlander mm-hmm. hasn't had a bad outing since he left Detroit. It's very frustrating because we just in Detroit we were blaming everything bad on Kate Upton, like oh man, Verlander was so much better before Kate Upton. Um, she really screwed him up. This is bullcrap. Yeah. Word. Yeah. And um, and so a lot of Tigers fans thought he's done. He can't adjust. He's whatever. But really, I just think he was tired of pitching for a crappy team. Well. 
there's there's a lot more to it than that. Houston is one of the most ana- analytically driven major league baseball teams, and I know Detroit's trying to get more on that track. Um, you know, they say Garden Hire is is doing that. And Detroit's actually playing better than a lot of people thought they were going to this year. So, yeah, we took two out of three from the Rays, and I and I will say this: look, um, I I like the moves that uh, the general manager. Um, Alavila has made. Mm-hmm. I think that um, they're going to bear fruit. If you look at a lot of these younger guys, they're already starting to come online. Um, Jamer Candelario looks like a stud at third base. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you can see that Fulmer and Boyd. There's a there's a nucleus of a good young pitching staff there, and so when some of these guys in the farm system make it up. I think the Tigers in two or three years could be back to competing for the AL Central, mainly because other than the Indians, the AL Central is horrific. Yeah, now the problem, I mean, we like the Tigers, so we'll talk about them, even though they're irrelevant for another couple of years. But, you know, Victor Martinez is going to be done by that time. Maybe you'll probably be done by the time. By the time the Tigers have a shot to get good again, and then you're going to lose that leadership and that experience, they're going to have to make a move because, like, it's one thing to have young, hungry guys. You know, you, you could look at um, some teams that are that are surprising people, um, kind of like the Houston Astros were a little bit ahead of pace and ended up winning a world championship last year, um, similar to the Atlanta Braves right now. They're ahead of pace, but it takes, it takes guys who have done it before to go through a 162-game season, play another possible 20-plus games in the postseason to be able to, to, you know, make a run at winning a World Series. Yeah, I mean the the way the Braves are playing right now, they keep beating the Mets. Um, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? I'm not sure what's happening there. Nationals um, division by 15 games. Yeah, that's what it's looking like right now. The Mets start hot and they're, they've they've cooled down. They have cooled down. <laughs> well, guys, remember April April baseball is sometimes fool's gold. Um, you have, it's fool's gold for a New York Mets fan, that's for sure. You have teams that that look great in April and then they start regressing to the proverbial mean and pretty sure the Mets are 0 three and they awesome. I'll tell you one team that is not, um, is not fool's gold. You could buy, you could buy the gold on the Arizona Diamondbacks boys. That team is legit. The NL West is wide open because the Dodgers are, are struggling. Seager's out. Um, Kershaw got hit around a little bit last night. Ryu had to leave the game. Um, Last night, Kershaw got hit around a little bit two nights ago. Ryo had a strained groin last night. The, the, the Dodgers are in a little bit of trouble, um, but that division is wide open. It might be the best division in baseball, but the Diamondbacks are for real. So you think the Diamondbacks will ultimately win that division? Uh, yeah, I think they will. Um, now without, without Corey Seager and them having to shuffle their lineup um, and struck, getting off to a pretty, a pretty brutal start. Um, you know, I said that I said the Giants were going to win that division, um, and then Mad Bum got hurt. So then I, I switched my pick to the Dodgers. Um, but now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, one month into the season, I said the Diamondbacks were going to be a wild card team, and I think they're going to end up winning that division. So by June, you might be on the Padres. No, yes, no, I'll just go through all the. It teams. might be the Rockies, but definitely not the Padres. <laughs> and from there, he goes to the Albuquerque Isotopes, the, the affiliate of the Dodgers. Um. Frank, we'll let you get out of here. We know you got to go, but real quick, I want you to tell us. Uh, you, uh, I looked up something this morning. I saw on Twitter, um, Dan Patrick is opening a sportscaster school at Full Sail University. 
I know you have a personal relationship with Dan from your time. Personal relationship. Oh, it's personal. <laughs> Do you plan on taking your talents to full sail to meet back up with Dan? <laughs> you know, look, DP and I, uh, we go way back. And um, look, I think if I, uh, if I gave him a, a holler, he'd say, hey, get on down here. Uh, we made television magic once. And uh, we can do it again. And so, you know, it's obviously it's something that that's in the back of my mind that says, hey, uh, you know, me and DP with us two together. I don't think anyone can stop us. Frank, you are are truly one of a kind, Frank. We appreciate you being on our show today. Um, Two bros and a cup of Joe. Frankie, we we thank you for your time. Uh, Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Jeannie. Oh, Jordan. Well, good deal today. Um, we'll wrap things up today here. Two bros and a cup of Joe show. We will be back early next week. Go out, watch your NHL, NHL playoffs, your NBA playoffs, your, your, your May baseball. Um, the weather's getting nice. Go out, enjoy the sun, and have a good weekend. Two bros and a cup of Joe on Facebook. Give us a follow. If you'd like to sponsor our show, just leave a comment on our page at Two Bros and a Cup of Joe. We will thank you, Anchor, for the formatting. Thank you, iTunes, Apple iTunes Podcasts, um, for hosting. Uh, Anchor for hosting as well. Find us on Apple iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Anchor. And give us a listen. Give us a share. Give us a follow. Take care, Ty. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,